T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Toby Altizer. Want to talk some Packers here this morning? Of course. It's June 15th. Oh, it's my dad's birthday. Give him a call. My dad should be getting Omaha steaks today. I ordered some for him. But he's got a birthday today and then Father's Day this weekend. So I wrote on the card, this is your Father's Day gift. Unless you don't end up getting a birthday present from me, then it's both. So I kind of covered my tracks because that's all I got him so far. It's the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour here on The Fan. Not that it's not enough food. Wendy's, check them out. They've got the breakfast Baconator combo. They've got the sweet uh, with a kick of heat. That's real good. The hot honey biscuit chicken combo. Uh, Hot honey chicken biscuit combo is what you probably should order. You can order it my way. Just throw words at them and see if they get the sandwich you want. Uh, Honey, hot, biscuit, chicken. Side of Toby. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that, that weird guy's back. Tim Shea's back. So go ahead and uh, get that at Wendy's today. Still got the strawberry Frosties that you can try as well, but that's good. Maybe I'll send my dad some Wendy's in the mail. I mean, a gift card maybe, but maybe I was I was thinking just get a bunch of breakfast Baconators and just ship them down to Florida. I was thinking. We'll see. We'll see what, we'll see what we do. Wendy's, check them out. Plenty of area locations for you. Let's get to Tom real quick. He's in New York. What's up, Tom? What's going on, Bart? Good morning. Um, I went to the game yesterday. I didn't, and you guys didn't mention it was like the 30th anniversary of the Seinfeld episode of uh, Keith Hernandez spitting on Kramer. So they were running promos throughout the entire uh, Mets stadium yesterday. I'm going to correct you. It's the 35th. Ah, 35th. My fault. My fault. <laughs> yeah, have a great moment. Hernandez. Yeah. They were like, over under 0.5 spits by Keith Hernandez today. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but as soon as Suter went in, game was definitely over. That's the white flag. Suter, I'm surprised how like not good he's been this year. His ERA is 20. just under five. Yeah, he's council puts him in in that middle relief when they're down by like three runs. They're like, all right, we just don't blow up the bullpen. Because last year he was coming. Remember last year he had like 12 wins? He would come in, and then the Brewers would score a couple right after him. He'd be in, in closer games, but this year maybe that role has changed. Yeah. Well, How is City yeah. Field? Uh, it look, it's got the same color scheme as Miller Park, so it feels kind of like that, but it's full of, like, Mets fans. So, mm. you know, kind of terrible. Mm. But, yeah. All right. You going again to any of these other games? It takes like an hour and a half to get there on the train. Oh. Uh, I'm good. I was planning on going to all three, but then after last night, getting home at like 1130, and I was like, not worth it. Yeah, plus you saw, what, three hits? Three hits, three double plays. I feel like Toby going to the Nationals games and then just watching losses. <laughs> yeah, I just can't figure it out. All right, Tom, well, better luck next time. All right, take care. Tom in New York, able to watch his Brewers. I think if you are somebody that – leaves the state or, or likes the team and you see them on the calendar and you're like, all right, they're here. You want to go so bad. And then you go and then they disappoint you. It's like, 
then it becomes like, well, I have to go, right? I mean, well, this yeah, is my it, team. It'd probably be different for Tom if the team was playing well and, you know, they just rolled over the Mets. They and, went 8-2 last night. Tom's, yeah. Tom's going to He's like, you know what? I'll hop on the train for an hour and a half. Why not? That's fun. Yeah. And do you want to hop on the train for an hour and a half for that? <laughs> uh, no. No, you get so excited to go there and then that that drive's got to be miserable on the on the way home, the, the train ride. I went up to Green Bay over the weekend. I wanted to talk about this because I, I have not seen it yet. I don't know how, but I have not seen the completed or what they have at this point, Titletown District. They're still making some you know, new houses or whatever. I've been to Lambeau a couple of times since Titletown has become what it is. I just am always on the other side. I went a couple of years ago. I went this year. We did a bus trip with uh, a home exterior company. Um, so I went, th- I went there. Yeah, yeah, you just went on a bus trip. Yeah, yeah, I went, okay. I, I, it was a BART bus. Yeah, yeah, the BART bus. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went on a different than other buses. <laughs> yeah, I went on a BART bus, but we park on the other side, and we're like, and when you're like at the game, you got to rush to get in the game, or you know, maybe you walk the other way and go to the bars in that area. But I had not seen the Titletown district, so we were up in Green Bay for the weekend. We did like a little family in-laws thing where we got a house and, you know, just we're together, you know, fun. And then we were so close to the stadium. We could, you know, we could see it from the house. Then again, we're in green Bay. You could see it from all over. And I wanted to take my kid there. He's almost three. And I don't know what he knows about football, but he recognizes the G for Packers. So I wanted to take him there. I wanted to take him to a park. And then I saw, well, title has got a park. They've got this huge park, dude. They've got a huge park, great for kids. And I look around and it's like, you know, there's a lot of like these condos there are probably pretty pricey. And they're they're they they if you want to eat there, you know, if you want to stay in the hotel there, it's not gonna be free. But what I really appreciated about the Packers was when building Titletown, they have this free park so that us poors can enjoy it. That's what I. That's what I was really satisfied. So with. Uh, they were looking out for the pores. This is essentially the opposite of evil Mark Murphy. This is Mark Murphy, or yeah, no, I love it. No evil Mark Murphy. I I I love Title Town. I want to go back. I want to go back the next day. We went on Saturday. I want to go back on Sunday. I want to go back, and uh, I was like the only one that wanted to. I just wanted to go back again. I was cool. There's a lot of different things you can play, and yeah, I mean, I went. There's a big field you can play. Yeah, on the fields, uh, I went for when the football team was in town. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, they had like throwing contests. People were like kicking field goals on the field before the game. Yeah, you go get some coffee, walk around Green Bay before Lambeau opens up. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's really cool. Then I don't know if you did this. There's a there's like a thing where you can run a forty. Yard dash? Yeah, they didn't have that set up. Okay, it's I set also up. don't want to know my time in a 40. Well, I'll tell you mine. Ooh, is it above six? <laughs> oh, tell me. I ran a six in high school. <laughs> All right, so there's a 40, there's a 40 yard dash. And if you if you've been to Titletown, you know this and I'm retelling, but I've never been. And um maybe you haven't either. But there's a 40 yard dash thing. There's three little areas where it's like robotically timed or like sensorly timed. So you don't need anybody to do a stopwatch. You stand on the on the grass or the turf, and then you see a countdown. It says, ready, set, go. And then when you cross the finish line, it gives you your time. So I was wearing sandals, so I ran in shoes. My 40 time, what are the pros, like a 4-3? Well, the fast pros are a 4-3. Tom Brady, the slower quarterbacks are like a 5-2. What's Rich, what's Rich Eisen run, like a 6? Yeah, somewhere around there. My 40 time, again, no shoes, and you know how poorly I, you know, look and everything like that. My 40-yard dash time. 4-4. Eight. 8.89. No, no. 8.89 no. is my 40-yard dash time. <laughs> and 8.89? 8.89. Woo. So take your four four and double it. At, <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least I know one person I'm faster than. Then I, I don't know, man. I could beat you. I'm no not. No shoes. Yeah. No shoes. Yes. 
You know, the weirdest thing about a 40-yard dash is you see these guys run it, and you're like, man, that's like the shortest amount of space that could ever be timed. I was at like the 25-yard mark, and I felt like I had a mile yet to go. I was like, oh, my God, I just got to finish strong here. I even, you know, put my head under like a being timed like in the Olympics. An 8-8-9. Now, the question is, how long did it take you to recover? Did you have to lay on the grass afterwards for a little bit? No, I actually felt okay after, but I here I am on Wednesday. I ran this thing on Saturday. I'm really sore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you complained about being sore this morning when well, we were coming in. Is that what it's about, you running a 40? My whole body's sore. Every, Did you like do everything from the sore. combine, though? Did you measure your hands again? Did you go through some of the receiver drills? Did you do all the stuff from the combine? No, I just I just ran the 40. I was hoping to know what your shuttle time is and your three cone. I couldn't tell you that. I don't even know what those things are, but just in case. I, I could not tell you that. I could tell you I did pretty good at the shuffleboard because then you can walk through the area and there's like a big open space and they had yoga there and obviously there's the hill that you can sled on in the winter. And I just really like Titletown. I think it's I think it's awesome. And to have the stadium right there. So then I took my kid and we did the Lambo Leap thing and then uh he went into the store and you know I, I bought him i said you can have whatever you wanted so he bought a stuffed dragon with a g on it it cost me 25 bucks so it's 8.99 for the dragon i was really hoping you were 17 saying bucks to slap that g on i was really hoping that you were saying he would say daddy i want that 12 jersey <laughs> Dad, daddy i love aaron Rodgers. I love his lifestyle. Yeah. I like his new girlfriend. <laughs> I like Blue of Earth. Um, yeah, no, it was fun. So he bought a little dragon. So again, it's it's eight bucks for the dragon and twenty bucks to slap a G on there. I was gonna buy you. They have a new uh, Commander's mini helmet. I was gonna buy you. Nice. As thirty bucks. Yeah, it's expensive. I will say though, those helmets actually look kind of cool. Yeah, they're all right. They're all right. So I don't know. I. I wanted to do the tour with him and everything, but maybe he's a little young for that. Yeah, probably a little young. But no, it was fun. It was good. Well, to you be... got to get you got to go too when Leroy can give you the tour. Yeah, yeah, that's what I need. I think James Jones is giving tours soon or something. That'd be pretty know. cool too. I was looking at that, but yeah, that would be that'd be fun. Did you guys talk a lot of Packers last couple of days? Uh, yesterday we talked a little bit about the Packers. We talked about Alan Lazard signing the tender. Um, don't know how much that's going to change to the offense. You know, I don't, I don't know that this offense is going to be all that great to begin with. I mean, last year it was barely top 10. It was 10th in both yards and points. So can you really expect them to be a top 10 offense again? And then the other thing we talked about was players you'd be most excited to watch this season. Yeah. I think it's weird the with the Lazard thing, you know, cause just as somebody talking about this job, We've talked a lot about the Packers and their wide receivers, and we're like, well, Alan Lazard hasn't uh, signed yet. Then he signs, and it's like, oh, talk about Alan Lazard. Well, we already did. Yeah, there's nothing to talk about with Alan Lazard. <laughs> we've, we've talked a lot about Alan Lazard. Yeah. Now we're just kind of in like the wait and see what this looks like. Now. Who was it that tweeted in and was telling on me? That's when I was probably hating on Alan Lazard and <laughs> being mean to receivers. And one thing I've talked myself into is that Alan Lazard's going to have a monster year. <laughs> Which I, I don't even know if I believe. But. Jahan Dotson's going to have more yards. I'm telling you. I saw this quote from Matt LaFleur talking about David Bakhtiari. He says, time will tell. We fully anticipate him being ready to go, but you know we did last year as well. Time will tell, but we feel good about the work he's put in and where he's at. So you start to read the, It's a roller coaster answer. You're like, oh, he's going to be back. Oh, well, maybe not. Oh, but he should be. Oh, maybe not. I think that's my biggest worry right now with anything Packer related is, you know, not the receivers. I think some way, somehow they'll figure that out. You know, the passing game will still be a weapon. It is still Aaron Rodgers. I do think they use a lot of the guys, you know, whoever they have in the backfield, obviously Dylan and Jones, but maybe they keep a third guy for sure. A third guy, but maybe even a fourth guy, you know, Packers forever have had this third running back that never plays, but maybe, you know, some of these teams use guys a bunch like the Colts were doing Naheem Hines and Marlon Mack to go with Jonathan Taylor. Maybe, maybe the Packers start to implement a third guy a little more if they do what I think they should do and play 
Jones out in the slot or as a wide out a little more. Maybe they do activate a third guy. I just think the, the wide receiver self will figure it out. You know, obviously Rodgers is good. The defense I couldn't be more excited about. The special teams is nowhere to go but up. And I think right now my biggest worry is who's starting on that offensive line. And when are we going to see David Bakhtiari again? I think those are the concerns, the biggest one that I would have at this point. Ron is in Rome, 414-799-1250. Ron. Hey, Bart, I just wanted to say that I really missed you the last two days. Well, God, I missed you. Yeah, but and it wasn't that uh, you know I missed your sports knowledge. I mean, Tim and Toby did a great job of talking about sports, but it's you're like if you go to a school in class like English, and it's a good class, but um, the class clown really makes it funny, and you're like when the class clown didn't come to school. So oh. there, I didn't laugh as much when you were there. Well, what am I? Am I like the English teacher? Or yeah. Am I the 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 stupid student that sits in the front row and yeah. never shuts up about homework? Yeah. No, you're like Jeff Levering. And and uh, and I'll Bart's take that. Like, Bart's like Bob Euchre. And then <laughs> I mean, you are way, <laughs> way, <laughs> you're way over. Well, I, no, you're not. You know, I'm like Tim like, Dillard, like, and Toby's like Vinny Rotino. Bob Euchre, but. No, but, no. Well, thanks, but no. But when you when you don't when you uh, when when they're on the road, the Brewers, I like Lane Grindle, and I like Jeff Levering, but together you got two play by play guys with no color man. You're the color man. So you just are you laughing with me or laughing at me that I ran an eight eight forty? Well, I probably I'm walking or limping around my house with plantar fasciitis, so I don't even think I could run a forty. Oh I, man! I've been to that title town with my grandson, and it is really fun. It's really fun. I want to like I want to go there just there. I want to next time I take my kid to a park, I want it to be there. No, yeah, that is a, a very fun thing. But um, no, I, I just uh, I'm I would say I'm laughing with you eighty percent of the time and laughing at you twenty percent of the time. But I don't care as long as I'm laughing. Well, you know the thing about clowns, they just want to laugh. They don't care. You know, it's not like a Joe Pesci thing, but you think I'm funny? <laughs> you ever see that movie? I have. Goodfellas? Yeah. yeah. Don't be like Joe Pesci. Yeah, R.I.P. to uh, the guy. What's it? Shoot. Ray Liotta? Yeah, 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 Ray Liotta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Goodfellas uh, we watched. I had a buddy that really liked Goodfellas. We, he, we watched that in college like every week for some reason. Yeah, well, that's the neighborhood I actually grew up in, East New York. Mm. Are you in the movie? <laughs> no. Who but plays Ron in Rome in the movie? I might be in Taxi Driver. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, are you? Well, I worked in a bank near there, and, and we would go there every day at uh, lunchtime and be in the crowd in Columbus Circle, the assassination scene. Oh, wow. But, uh, so, yeah, but I've never had the patience to break it down frame by frame. So. All right. Well, maybe maybe I'll do it for you. Okay, let me know. All right, thanks, Ron. I wasn't bald then, though. Oh, okay. Bye. Thanks, Ron. I did no idea Ron was, but I don't know what he looks like at all. 414-799-1250. Good compliment from you, though. Wow, Jeff Levering? Yeah, I will take Jeff Levering. Oh, I God. mean, you got the bigger compliment. You got Bob Euchre. Yeah, no, no, come on. No. Uh, wrapping up what I wanted to talk about the Titletown District is that it is awesome, but I did realize, like, to have the Brewers and the Bucks here, and I don't know where you're listening from. I don't know, you know, where you live. I know we broadcast in Milwaukee, but the app takes us everywhere. To have the Brewers and the Bucks, just I can decide to go to a game, even a half hour before the game. That's such a great amenity about living here. The Packers, man, Green Bay is so far away. I mean, it's I don't know, like two hours to me when I when I was 24 was nothing. Two hours now, it's like, oh, my God. And then the way home, because the Packers and they play in the winter and you're coming home. So I got I to gotta, I gotta do myself a better service, not even about bringing my kid up there, but I just love being in Green Bay. I love being around that stadium. I got to do myself a better service and try to get up there a little bit more. 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Uh, maybe I could take my dad to a game. Maybe that'd be a good gift. Although he lives in Florida. They do play in Tampa this year, but we're already going to Buffalo. It's my dad's birthday today. 
and he's going to get a shipment of Omaha steaks to be delivered today. So I ordered them uh, with plenty of time, and he's going to get them today. You can still order, try to get it by Father's Day, or at least the, the fact that if your dad knows that steaks are coming, I mean, as long as they're coming, he'll be he'll be excited to know that. I got him Omaha steaks. I wrote on the card. I said, Dad, happy Father's Day. But if you get these around your birthday and you didn't get anything else, also happy birthday. So two birds with one stone maybe for the Omaha steaks. Omaha steaks, go to omahasteaks.com. The code at the top of the search bar that you type in is just my name, Bart, B-A-R-T, type in Bart. And what will come up is the Dad's Want Steaks package. The Dad's Want Steaks package is very, very tasty. You can get all the great items that are in there. The burgers, the jumbo franks, the uh, boneless chicken breast. You're going to get the bacon-wrapped filet mignons. All of that comes in this package. Plus, they throw in with this BART code that you use, they throw in eight free burgers. Don't forget for dessert, the caramel apple tartlets, which are so, so good as well. It is a great package. It's a lot of entrees, 16 entrees. Plus then the seasoning and the bonus burgers, you get it all at a more than 50% discount, $99 get you all this. When you use the promo code BART, top of the website, omahasteaks.com, use the promo code BART. I'll let you know how Papa likes the steaks when he gets them later today. I'm excited to get that text with the picture and everything and uh, excited to hear how he likes them and when he starts to cook them we've gone through the chicken we've gone through because we ordered this too we've gone through the burgers Uh, i think we might be throwing the franks on the grill tonight or tomorrow we'll see about the weather so looking really forward to that and then uh we're gonna go with the bacon wrap filet mignons i think this weekend you know a little little special those are those are always my favorite ones well a little special on the weekends so we'll check those out omahasteaks.com search bar top of the page use the promo code bart selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Toby Altizer. We're here live in the Lakeland University studios where you can earn co-op credit for work experience at lakeland.edu. Coming up this weekend, I believe, is the return of the Big Three. 
the basketball league. You see some of the uh, retired legends from the NBA, including some guys that may be recognizable to you, including Michael Beasley, the former Buck, the former number over uh, number two overall pick. He's playing for Three's Company. Really? He's still playing? Yeah, he's in the... Because isn't he playing in China? Well, he's back for the summer. Michael Beasley. I always thought that my... I, like, I want him back. I want Beasley back. I want O.J. Mayo back. No, oh my. I want Jabari Parker back. No, you don't. Don't <laughs> don't treat the Bucks like I treat the Wizards. <laughs> don't just, do it. You just want your favorite guys back. Don't care how much they suck. Yeah. Jabari just signed with, I think, Rock Nation. So... On the up and up for Jabari. I think Jabari, his career is going to end up being like Michael Beasley, number two overall, and then just play on 19 different teams. That draft is back in focus with Wiggins and Parker and Embiid. And you know, the Bucks had two. Wiggins drafted by the Cavs before he ever plays for the Cavs because then LeBron comes back and they wanted Kevin Love. So Wiggins. You never see this happen. He gets drafted and then traded. Spends all that time in Minnesota. Comes to Golden State. Has a good year. Starts the All-Star game. You're still like, eh, I mean, what? But he has been the second best player for the Warriors in this finals. Uh, Draymond's been up and down. He was better the other night. Clay has been up and down. He was better a couple nights ago. Did you see about fake Clay? You guys know there's this guy that's fake Clay. Where he looks like Clay Thompson, you know he looks like Clay Thompson. So he the other sometimes you see him in the stands or whatever he takes pictures. The other night for Game Five, he went to the Chase Center at like two thirty in the afternoon, walked through security, walked around the stadium, put up shots for ten minutes, and then eventually security's like, "All right, fake Clay, you got to get out of here. You got to leave." So then they left, and then the Warriors came out later, or the Chase Center did, and said, you are banned from ever coming back here again. And now I let it be known to my sources in the Warriors organization that they should hashtag free fake Clay. I didn't like seeing that. It's not not his fault he looks like Clay, and you let him put up shots for 10 minutes at the Chase Center. So I thought that was interesting. Michael Beasley, though, he's in the... uh, Big three contest, or the league. Jody Meeks, you guys remember how much we tried to get excited about Jody Meeks? Larry Sanders is another guy who's still playing. Guy just got off the Bucks payroll, but he has found new life in this league, the big three. He is the co-captain for the Tri-State team, which is coached by Dr. J. Bucks drafted Dr. J back in the day, but then he signed with the Hawks instead. Legally, but they still have claim to fame there. So a couple former Bucks in the big three. One thing that I did see that I wanted to bring up today, I know the finals were a couple nights ago, and really looking forward to tomorrow. Hopefully hopefully they can finish this thing out. It looks like the Warriors, that is. It looks like the Celtics might just be too tired. Maybe the Olympics caught up with Tatum. I don't know. I think this series has been interesting. I think both of these teams are not playing up to the level that they can play. Sometimes they do. But for the most part, they don't. If you're a Bucks fan like we are, you do watch these games and think, ah, oh, man, where the Bucks have wrapped up this series by now. Now, they had two Olympians, too, and they played deep in the last summer, and they might be dealing with the same fatigue issues that it looks like some of the Celtics are. They've never played this deep, a lot of these guys. You know, even Al Horford, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, putting a lot of miles on those legs that they've never played this deep before. The Warriors have, but they're a little bit older than they were the last time they did this. So that could be affecting them. The one thing that I saw uh, the other night, I actually saw this yesterday morning, was this thing that Brian Windhorse was trying to trying to say. Brian Windhorse, of course, ESPN. Uh, he was the guy who covered LeBron James in college, or high school rather, and then you know he had access to LeBron. All of a sudden he's on ESPN. Not that he's not good. He's a friend of show. A multiple-time friend of show, Wendy. But I thought that what he had to say here was pretty ridiculous about the Warriors and how they are going to or how they took the advantage in this championship. So I wanted to play this and then relate it back to one of our teams. Here's Brian Windhorse the other night on Scott Van Pelt's show. Night because Andrew Wiggins, he's not an underdog. He makes $32 million. While the Warriors were down these last couple of years winning no games, they kept spending money because they've got it. 
They re-signed Draymond Green. They re-signed Steph Curry. They re-signed Kevon Looney. They kept Andrew Wiggins. And boy, did it show up tonight. Andrew Wiggins, with the supreme moment in his career, he was a throw-in in a trade. Other teams would have totally gotten rid of him. They stuck with him. They have a $340 million payroll when you consider taxes. You don't just have to beat the Warriors on the court. you got to beat their checkbook. And Nothing away from Andrew Wiggins tonight, but this was a checkbook win for the Warriors. I thought that was, I thought that was obnoxious and absurd. And, yeah, the Warriors spend a lot of money, and they go into the tax. And the Nets are the other team that went very heavily into the tax, and the Bucks have gone into the tax too. But the fact that got thrown around a couple of weeks ago was the Warriors and Nets combined spent more than the rest of the teams did combined. And the Nets have a sweep to show for it against the Celtics team. The Warriors are a win away from the NBA Finals. To just defend the Warriors for a second – they drafted Steph. They drafted Clay. They drafted Draymond. They drafted Looney. They're getting big minutes out of a guy. This Gary Payton 2 story is incredible. We knew Gary Payton from his time here. Maybe you watched him. Maybe you maybe you saw him with the herd. But he's bounced around a lot of G League teams th- since then. The story about how when he got cut by the Warriors, he wanted to come back. He, he was applying to be their video coordinator just so he could be close by if they needed a body further down the road. This guy was so desperate to still show that he can play. They're getting monster minutes out of him. Big, heavy rotation minutes out of a guy like that in the playoffs. And you're going to say it's a checkbook win because they traded for a contract nobody wanted? I I think that's a little ridiculous. They drafted their guys, and they're spending to keep their guys. If anything, this should be applauded. This is the kind of thing in sports that should be applauded. The only time you should be talking about owners and the money in this derogatory way is when the owners aren't spending enough money. And I bring this back because of the Brewers. Because we've got people, you know, Brewers lost last night, as you know. And they've lost 9-10. to 10. And Craig Council is celebrating his 563rd win as a manager within this bad stretch of baseball. Within this bad stretch of baseball... He has tied himself now to be the all-time most winningest Brewers manager, one away from having the record outright. So there's this huge celebration about Craig, even though they keep losing. So uh, you know, Dave was a guy he called in earlier. He says, I, I'm done with counsel. And maybe you guys, you know, he's a manager of a baseball team. There's always going to be a faction of that fan base, of any fan base, that's done with the manager, done with the coach. And now I look at counsel, and if I'm going to start really picking apart counsel – I, I do think sometimes they're a little more stubborn with the numbers. I do think he needs to go more like, what's my gut tell me in this situation? I would like to see more runs created on the base paths rather than wait for the home run. I'd like to see some of those things. But if you're going to look at Craig, Craig also only can do with the ingredients that he's given. So then I think, well, if you're going to look at Craig, you got to look at Stearns. Because Stearns is the guy putting this all together. Stearns is the guy that wanted all these guys. Stearns is the guy that thinks this is a team because he's trying to build a winner. You know, he's trying to impress Steve Cohen over there in New York before he can bolt. He's trying to build a winner. But then if I'm going to criticize Stearns, I think, well, Stearns can only work with the tools he's given too. So then you have to go up to Mark Atanasio. And so while Windhorse is trying to rip on the Warriors for paying to keep their guys... I think you look at the Brewers situation and one of the reasons we think that they have to win now and there is a sense of urgency is because Josh Hader's up to 11 million and he's going to be off of team control soon. Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns, they're going to be off team control in the next couple of years. So there's a sense of urgency now because we're just assuming that we're not going to pay those guys. Where the Warriors model is again San Francisco bigger than Milwaukee, but you know, an owner can own any team anywhere and put the resources that he wants to within that team in San Francisco. They, they are putting the resources in the Warriors. They just want to keep winning. They want to win very badly. They want to keep winning. So when Steph is up, they pay him. When clay is up, they pay him. When Draymond's up, they pay him. When Kavon Looney's up, they pay him. They pay these guys. They're going to pay Jordan Poole. They're going to pay all these guys because they want to keep them there. Whereas with the Brewers, we see this window the Warriors are building a window, and I know it's different sports, but they're building. They've got this core. They've got a young core coming up already. Poole with that big shot at the end of the third. Kevon Looney. I love when Looney and Poole are out there at the same time. I, I know that 
you know, I like the Warriors regardless, but these two Milwaukee guys playing together major minutes in the NBA Finals. I just think that's so neat, and it's great to rally around. And then you have the Brewers, who there's a window on them because their core guys are are probably going to be elsewhere, wherever it is, the Giants or the Yankees or whoever, because the Brewers don't have the ability or won't have the ability to pay them. So I think if we're ever going to criticize, like don't criticize owners for spending money. That's the inherent thing we want them to do. We want them to try to win as badly as we want to win, and the Warriors owners are doing that. The Brewers, I think, we would be more accepting if they were able to do that. Do you know what I'm saying? I just can't believe that Windhorse came, and I think it's just you know the the media loving Boston got to discredit everything they can. Otherwise, Windhorse was just like, "What can I say? I got nothing to say. Hell, I'm tired too. I'll call it a checkbook win." I just I can't think of a. Especially in watching that game, how competitive and good it was. Last two games have been really good. I just I, I can't believe that that was a take he had on on ESPN. Yeah, no, I, I didn't like that. If the owners are living within the rules of the sport, then I have no problem with them spending the extra money and keeping their guys around. I mean, that's a credit to the Warriors' front office as well of drafting good players. You know, Draymond, Steph, Clay, these guys are all homegrown. And then you acquire a guy like Wiggins, and he's a guy that steps up. I also don't understand how you can say that that's a checkbook win. Yes, they had to pay Wiggins, but it's not as if like they had Stephen Curry go off for 40. That's more of a checkbook win than Andrew Wiggins going off in a game. I don't know. Either way, I think it's kind of foolish to call it a checkbook win. And, you know, they deserve that win. Boston, at times in this series, has just, and throughout the playoffs, has just looked... I guess the word would be, maybe it's a little strong, immature, and they can't get over themselves, whether it's complaining about the officiating or you know doing all these extra antics that they don't need to do. We saw it a ton in the Bucks series, and when things don't go their way, you just see them revert back to their immature tendencies of complaining and doing all these extra things they don't need to do. And the Warriors, on the other hand, Draymond's is going to do Draymond's things. He's kind of on his own sort of you know realm where he's going to do the the <laughs> weird things that Draymond does like walking him back Jason Tatum back to the bench. All right, I'm and, I'm blaming Tatum. No, on that that's one. not don't even. Tatum, I'm not giving up this Draymond basketball. Green should got a technical foul for that. I'm not giving up this basketball. I'm going to go I'm going to That's take common my ball practice. They're not sit on the bench. Then I'm going to keep the ball. <laughs> Your Golden State bias is showing through on that. Oh, one. it's my anti. It's my anti-Boston. I can't believe I have to root against this e- either team again. way. Either way, Grant Williams gets fouled, takes a couple of steps, and then falls down. You already got the call, Grant. <laughs> you already got it. But you see, Golden State—they go about their business. They—they're just more professional in the way that they act on a basketball court. A lot of times, you know, Jordan Poole gets the you know foul on Marcus Smart by flopping. So, not to say that they're completely innocent, but the 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 Celtics just get in their own way at times, and I I still want to think that the Celtics can win because I want some Wendy's, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, we got our Wendy's bet. It's probably it's either going to be I win two or one of us win one because you had Celtics in six. I had Warriors. Did I say sweep or I you went said five? Warriors in five? Okay, a lot of times I get pretty overconfident and take a sweep, even though. That was never going to be a sweep. The war, the the Celtics at times have looked like the best team in the NBA Finals in the last ten years. Their stretches where they're just unbeatable. They went on that three point barrage again the other night, and then their stretches where they look like the worst NBA Finals team of the last thirty years. They are their own worst enemy. I mean, Boston fans will tell you that. They'll also probably yell at you and uh, say something racist, but Boston fans will tell you that. And I mean, it's true. They are their own worst enemy, the Boston Celtics, at this point. I think it wraps up tonight, Toby. I think you're owing me two Wendy's. Tonight? Uh, yeah, tonight. They're actually going to call the game two nights early. <laughs> I think it wraps up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it ends tonight, sure, I'll I'll get you three <laughs> Wendy's. I'll put all my money that the game, the series, will not end tonight. Ah, jeez. Little tiny mistakes. <laughs> Don't put anything past Toby.
Little tiny mistakes. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of see Golden State going in there and winning it in game six. Well, I thought Nick Costas about that coming up uh, from You Better You Bet. I'm sure he'll take Boston. Yeah, he'll probably pick uh, who's going to win tonight. Hey, I'm telling you, the bet to make in these finals, <laughs> shut up. The bet to make in these finals is first to 10. The home team first to 10, I think, is the bet to make. So I would take the Celtics tomorrow. Well, and that's what first I was saying 10. was this is such a weird, weird series in that Boston is favored by four. You felt like in the first four games, it was a similar sort of thing where, you know, whatever team gets going, fine. But the the Celtics were going to probably be at cl- close to the lead or whatever the case is going into half. And then in the third quarter, the Warriors would get rolling. And then that would be kind of the difference. And whoever ended up winning it was going to either come back or the Warriors would finish it off in the fourth quarter. In game five, the Celtics were kind of doing well. And then... In the third quarter, or no, sorry, the Warriors were doing well. In the third quarter, the Celtics turned it around and kind of flipped the narrative, and it was Steph Curry pulling all the weight of his teammates, and then in this one, it was the teammates making up for Steph Curry. It was weird. Got a tweet from Mr. Milwaukee. He says, Stop trying to make Milwaukee fans part of a California team. NBA ended in the second round for me. Can't stand watching two inferior teams playing for a title with terrible officiating. I know you talk about it because there is not much. My rebuttal would be, it's the NBA Finals. Yeah, it's the NBA Finals. Yeah. We should probably stop talking about the Super Bowl because the Packers get yeah. knocked out. That's not a big deal. Yeah. And aren't you aren't you guys waiting on bated breath for my Stanley Cup breakdown? That's right. Doesn't that begin tonight? It does. Tampa and Colorado. I think a guy you got to watch is Miko Rantanen. He's got four goals in his last four games. Yeah. Go Avs. Yeah. I don't even know what team that guy plays for. You know, he plays for the Avs. You're right. Yeah, of course. Don't question yourself. I'll never question myself. Avs and uh, Lightning. Do you want to do a Wendy's bet on this series? Uh, (laughs) No, I don't. How about when the series is over, I'll buy us Wendy's. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I think we both win on that one. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. That'll be the Wendy's bet. Wendy's, it is the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour here on the fan. You can check out the Breakfast Baconator this morning. Get the combo with the side of potato uh, potato wedges. We call that a side of Toby around here. Nobody else does, but we do. You can also get the hot honey chicken biscuit combo. That is sweet with a kick of heat. A lot of great combo options. You can just go. I just like going sausage, egg, and cheese. On a croissant. That's what I like doing. It's very good. And then the potato wedges. And I say, uh, sometimes I say, throw enough in, because I get the combo. And then I say, throw enough in that box of wedges where you won't have to charge me for a second one. And they say, do you just want two? And I say, yeah, okay. I just want two. Wendy's, check them out at Wendy's. I mean, what, where am I supposed to send you? I'm t- to send you to, to Wendy's. A lot of good stuff that I do want to talk about with Nick Costos, including... The NBA playoffs, a little bit on the Stanley Cup. Why not? Equal opportunity employers. Some Major League Baseball, but also this U.S. Open, which has the potential to be some of the most dramatic scenes in golf you'll have ever seen. I'm really looking forward to this weekend's major. More on that coming up. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Toby Altizer. Toby, I want to tell you about my... uh, FanDuel lineup that I set for the U.S. Open. You ready? Yeah, I need to hear all about this. Yeah, okay. I have in the lineup, I have Dustin Johnson. (laughs) Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. (laughs) Louis Oosthuizen. Sergio Garcia. (laughs) Patrick Reed. And Bryson DeChambeau. Yes. Yes. Yes! Toby and I are Team Liv now. We decided. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Oh, come on. Well, when did I say I was Team Liv? Team Liv. We're following the money. Uh, I don't know about that. Following the money. Team Liv. So I'm... you've got this golf. This is really, like the timing of this is wild. Oh, without a doubt. Because the Liv Golf Tour starts, and they only have eight events. The first one was last weekend. I don't even know who won. Charles Schwartzel. Charles Schwartz. <laughs> he won? Yeah. Won 4.7, <laughs> 4.8 million. For, be, for being 40 dudes? 
Yeah, and uh, some dude you've never heard of walked away with almost three million. Henny Duplessis. Um, I mean, for second place. <laughs> Talk about why would these guys go over there? I mean, Andy Ogletree shot twenty-four over par in three rounds, finished dead last, and walked home with a hundred and twenty grand. Man, see if I was like Schwartzel, I'd say. All right, uh, I got my five mil. I'm out. I, can you take me back, PGA? I I just did a little money grab. John Rahm, I thought, had a really interesting answer about all this. Rahm on the PGA Tour. Remember, English is his second language, and he recently learned it. And when I play you this, he's like a better speaker than half of the people on Milwaukee radio, this show included. But here's John Rahm talking about the Live Tour and why he would not go, why he gets, why people would, but it ain't for him. I do see the appeal that other people see towards the live golf. Um, I do see some of the, I put this delicately, um, points or arguments they can make towards why they prefer it. Uh, to be honest, part of the format is not really appealing to me. Shotgun three days to me is not a golf tournament, no cut. It's that simple. Uh, I want to play against the best in the world in a format that's been going on for hundreds of years, right? So that's what I want to see. And yeah, money is great, but when Kelly and I, was, this first thing happened, we, we started talking about it. We're like, will our lifestyle change if I got 400 million? No, it will not change one bit. Truth be told, I could retire right now with what I've made and I've lived a very happy life and not play golf again. So, uh, I've never really played the game of golf for monetary reasons. I play for the for the love of the game, and I want to play against the best in the world. I've always been interested in history and legacy, and right now the PGA Tour has that. There's there's a meaning when you win the Memorial Championship. There's a meaning when you win Arnold Palmer's event at Bay Hill. There's a meaning when you win L.A., Torrey, some of these historic venues, and that to me matters a lot, right? Uh, I have you know after this winning this this past U.S. Open. You know, only me and Tiger have one at Torrey Pines, and we're both the golf course that we like, making putts on the 18th hole, right? That's a memory I'm going to have forever that not many people can say. So uh, my heart is with the PGA Tour. That's all I can say. It's not my business or my character ju- to judge anybody who, who thinks otherwise. Uh, and for a lot of people, I'm not going to lie, those next three, four years are worth basically their, their retirement plan they're giving them. It's uh it's a very nice compensation to then retire and sail off to the sunset. I mean, there's two takeaways I have there. One is that we don't talk about the format enough. We're always talking about these guys chasing the money, but it is a different format. Oh, it's and it. Uh, I, I will say the the PGA caught a perfect storm. We talked about this on Monday because the the format is different. It's weird. It's not necessarily the best. Watching it because I watched the last couple holes of their final round. And then you compare that with what you watched on Sunday if you watched the PGA uh, event, the, the Canadian Open. And you can obviously see what Rom's talking about with the competition aspect and stuff. The The format is different. I will say before you get back to your point, I don't know that these guys have a problem with some of these other lower-level, mid-tier guys going over there. I think when they're talking about these different things, they're talking more so about a guy like a Dustin Johnson or a Phil or a Bryson. Yeah, like if you're Jacques Cortez who took second or whatever the hell he <laughs> said his name was. <laughs> well, that's who what cares? I, that's what I'm saying. Like when he said John Rahm says he kind of speaks out of both sides of his mouth there. He says, "Well, you know, I I've, I've never played for money, but then he also said, you know, I could comfortably retire right now." That was the other thing. A 400 million dollars one changes life. Well, and that's what I'm saying. With wow. some of these guys, they couldn't comfortably say right now that they could retire and never play golf again. And that's the kind of guys that I think this Live Golf Tour could give an opportunity for, for guys to go over there and say, you know what, I'm going to make enough money that when I decide to finish playing golf, I'm never going to have to work again in my life. That's the guys I think it makes sense for. If you want to have an argument about Dustin Johnson or Phil, we can have that discussion. But for a guy that, the guy who finished second, again, Henny Duplessis, in his lifetime earnings, he's played seven years on different tours. He's made seven hundred thousand dollars in one week in fifty-four holes. He made close to three million. So, you know, a paycheck of forty, fifty, even a hundred thousand dollars at a tournament 
isn't life-changing money for those guys. Winning $3 million, that is life-changing money, and his life's going to be ever-changed because of that one tournament that he played in the Live Golf Tour. I'm very curious to see this weekend, because, you know, I saw some video of Phil out there, and the fans are engaging with him, and it's like, you know, everybody loves Phil. I'm curious to see if there's some Live Golf guys, you know, on that final couple of holes against some of the PGA guys, I guess, now is how we're going to call it, and then where the fans go. Because I think if it's like Rory versus Phil, let's say, I think the fans get 100% behind Rory. Yeah, and then I, that's when, because I keep saying these guys are going to get booed. Like, it's still like, oh, Dustin Johnson, so. look at that. But if it's DJ versus Rory at the end, I think people go all, all throttle for Rory. I don't know, dude. I don't think fans care as much as people think they do. I think fans just want to watch golf. Yeah, maybe that too. Like, does the average golf fan care about the Live Golf Tour? Do they care where these people are getting their money from? No, I don't think they care. I don't know. I think this is the juiciest that golf's been in years. Oh, absolutely. This is great. This I can't is wait for the juiciest since uh, some Tiger Woods stuff, basically. <laughs> the bad stuff. Yeah. I'm Bart. That's Toby. Nick Costos. We'll talk some golf with him coming up. Some NBA Finals. A little Stanley Cup. I've got the Lightning in. Avs in four, baby. <laughs> no. Lightning in six, Toby. Let's go, Avs. A sweep, God. Against these Lightning, let's go, Avs. Kids. Go Avs. Nick Costos next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.